Welcome to the Kodesh Podcast. You are listening to the infallible word from the Holy Hill, God's seat of power. Let the word from the Holy Hill be a lamp unto your feet and a light unto your path. Stay blessed. With our song of faith, Bishop Dennis Ajay Jan. Nothing is impossible when you put your trust in God. When you put your trust in God Nothing is impossible When you trust in His Word Harking to the voice of God to be Is there anything too hard for me? Then put your trust in God alone And rest upon His Word Yes, everything is possible with God. Nothing is impossible when you put your trust in God. Nothing is impossible when you trust in His Word. Harking to the voice of God to me. Trust in God alone can rest upon His word for everything. Oh, everything, yes, everything is possible. With God. Hallelujah. Why don't you lift up your hands and just give God praise? Just thank God for this morning. Thank Him for life that we have in the name of Jesus. Everywhere, lift up your voice and just give Him thanks. God has been good to us. God has taken care of us. He has brought us through the year. Let's give Him thanks. Let's give Him praise. Shado, Labras, Tianda, Badusta, Kadoria, Babrende, Gadoso, Balibra. Stay Badaba, stay Gado, Beliande, Brastuta, Fabrende, Badoste, Gadabra, Baluste, Badiria. Everybody, everywhere, in the name of Jesus. Ayandalabash, Tegadaba, Vebas, Tolonde, Braista, Badabra, Peande, Gadosta. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Jesus. We give you praise. Heavenly Father, we thank you this morning. What a great opportunity we have to share your word. I pray the spirit of the Lord you will speak to us in the mighty name of Jesus. I commit myself unto your hands. Speak through me your word. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray with thanksgiving. Amen. All right, please, you may be seated. Hallelujah. This is a special service to say thank you to God for the life of our bishop, Bishop Okubote Doku, hallelujah. And, uh, be, oh, if you're clapping, you can clap, yeah. Wonderful. Well, before I proceed, we have some important people in our midst, and I want to quickly introduce them to you, and some to bring us greetings, amen. We have Bishop Emeritus James Kesar, in the house. 
He is the current president of Dominion Theological Seminary of the Action Chapel International. Hallelujah. Um, what I know Bishop James Shafo was Jericho Hour when we were growing up as Christians. I think Thursday, very, very powerful. Very, and many prayer meetings have followed that trend. Hallelujah. I want us to put our hands together and receive Bishop James Shafo to bring us greetings. Bishop. Hallelujah. Please stand to your feet. Let's give honor to whom honor is due. Thank you. Amen. Yesterday, I did inform my archbishop. <clears throat> I've been out of the country in Togo doing a program, and I was unable to attend the funeral proper. But I made up my mind that I was going to miss the church service. I informed my archbishop yesterday, and I'm here with my son, Emmanuel. And... Um, <clears throat> I know Bishop Oko very, very well. Uh, every now and then when our path cross, we share fellowship. But I think I had a personal admiration for him. His commitment to the bishop, Bishop Dark. I saw a distinct commitment and zeal for the things of God. But I think above all that was a relationship he had with my son. Uh, every time my son was talking about him, Bishop Oko, Bishop Pastor Oko, so I wanted to find out. So I drove from East Legon one day to come and search him out. Who is this guy? And he's a very likable person. And uh, his commitment to God, his zeal for the things of God. The body of Christ will deeply miss him. Miss him. Uh, the life has many questions with very few answers. Sometimes the person you're asking the question doesn't also understand. And it can even create more problems for you by trying to answer. So all said and done, we say, let's leave it to God. And that's where we come to. So I'm here to celebrate the life of the servant of God, bless his memory, and share fellowship with his family. I admire him as a big brother and acknowledge the great work he's done for the kingdom of God. We give God glory for his life. Amen. Oh, beautiful. Why don't you put your hands together for Bishop Sir? Hallelujah. Wonderful. Please, you may take your seats. Also, we have in our midst Apostle Kingsley JC coming all the way from Angola, a seasoned minister of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Apostle, you're welcome. God bless you. Amen. All right. Please take your seats. Well, this, this, this afternoon, it's 12. I'm here to just share a few thoughts from the Word of God with us. Hallelujah. Uh, it's not easy to stand here, but I think it is well. Amen. Revelation chapter 10, verse 5. I am preaching about the secret of the mysteries of God. It's very complex, but God will help us. Amen. Amen. It's, it's victory, victory Secrets number 25. It's a victory secret. Hallelujah. Revelation chapter 10, verse 5. And the angel which I saw stand upon the sea and upon the earth lifted up his hand to heaven and swore by him that liveth forever and ever who created heaven and the things that therein are 
and the earth and the things that therein are, and the sea and the things that therein are, that there should be time no longer. But in the days of the voice of the seventh angel, when he shall begin to sound, the mystery of God should be finished. As he has declared to his servants, the prophets. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It says the mystery of God should be finished. Now, this is a very great prophecy. The mystery of God will be finished in the days of the voice of the seventh angel. What that means is that God will answer all our questions and solve all the mysteries that surround us. Hallelujah. You know, as Bishop Oko has passed, we are asking many questions. People are asking questions. I'm sure you are asking yourself questions. Hallelujah. Like somebody said, some very bad people are still living on, and the good ones are leaving us. It's a mystery. You can ask all the questions, and sometimes you can even be confused. Hallelujah. But I think that this scripture seeks to help us. Hallelujah. Anytime you are confused, anytime you don't know what to do, I think try and find a scripture. Are you here? Try and find a scripture. And the scripture would explain things and help you. So this scripture, I believe, will help us. Amen. It says that God will explain everything that has confused us, that has disturbed us all these years. And there are many questions. Many questions. Hallelujah. Sometimes you are told, you come to church, keep yourself, don't fornicate, don't do this, don't do that. Some try, they keep themselves, you know, but when they are now due to be married, nobody is interested. They will be there for years and nobody is coming. And you say to yourself, this bad boy or this bad girl is walking there as a missus. He has been married, Christ, moving on. I mean, everybody knows that this girl in the area, everybody knows the girl in the area. But with all the bad things that she did, the abortions and all that, she's married and she has children. You kept yourself, you married, but you don't have children. You have been moving from this prayer meeting to this prayer meeting to this prayer. I know somebody that all the anointed prophets of God had prayed for, but still no child. It's a mystery. It's a mystery. And this is a good Christian. Good Christian try to live a holy life. Is it not mysterious? It's very mysterious. But you see, the scripture is comforting us. It says that there will come a time where there will be. Yes. And when the voice of the seventh angel is sounded, all mysteries, all our confusion will be finished. Hallelujah. Yeah, that is why God talks about the scriptures in Ephesians, I believe chapter 1 verse 9 talks about the mysterious will of God. The will of God is mysterious. Yeah. Why will God kill his own son? At the age of 33, I mean such a good person. When he came to the earth, he brought some relief. So that's why they wanted to even make Jesus Christ a king. 
He will heal the sick. He will raise the dead. He's doing many miracles. He's feeding 5,000. He's solving problems. But after three years, God says, it's okay. And, and the disciples were almost hurt. Ah, is that all? We are finished. That's why Peter did what he did. He said, look, we will not allow you to go. But he says, look, suffer it to be so. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah. So God is going to help us. Amen. I said God is going to help us. Yeah. Many things, many events of life does not add up to logic. They are illogical. They are mysterious. Amen. But that is, you have to understand that it's part of life. Is what? It's part of our lives. Amen. And I believe that the reason why God and his ways seem mysterious is because our thoughts are not his thoughts. Isaiah 55, verse 8. Our ways are not his ways. Hallelujah. Are you here or you are going home? Yeah. Our thoughts, the way we are thinking, the way we see things, God sees them differently. Amen. So he says, for my thoughts are not your thoughts, my ways are not your ways. As far as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways. When I look at the way the heavens is far away from the earth, uh, if you're a mathematician, it's almost like in all probability, you will make a mistake with God. Please, do you understand what I said? Yes. Because the heavens very far from the earth, thousands of miles, millions of miles. And he says, that's it. Your way and my way, that's how vast the difference is. So chances are that 100% of the time you may make a mistake with God. That's mysterious. Is that not it? Yeah. Amen. What happens when you do not consider the mysteries of God? You know, as a Christian, when you don't consider the mysterious happenings of God, what happens? Let me just give you a few things that happen and then we'll be getting to the end. When you don't carefully consider the mysteries of God, you will predict outcomes that will not happen. You will make declarations about the future that will not come to pass. You know, when, when, when COVID came, we were all shocked because I think COVID started in February, somewhere there. But 31st night, we had prophesied many things, many good things. And that's what we are saying. It's, it's mysterious. Coming, we need to be careful. We will not meet as a church. We need to start to have flow church and all that. No, no. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Lamentation chapter 3, verse 37, it says, who is it that? Say it, but not commanded it. You know, and as we grow, we start to experience many things that show that, look, there, there's a mystery. And if you're a Christian and you don't accept it, like I'm saying, you will make wrong predictions, even about the future. Hallelujah. The next thing is that when you don't consider the mysteries of God, you will explain things that you don't really understand. Like what has befallen us. You know, this book, Bishop wrote it many, many years ago. But he says here specifically, I said, you will explain why certain people die untimely deaths. 
you will try to explain, oh, is it because of this? Is it because of this? They had this. this. It's none of those things. You see, God is sovereign. God is sovereign. Yeah. Like somebody said in Akanotis, oh, no, Oyenia Ope. It's obvious to me. Ah, that's why Prophet said that God is very wild. Very wild. He does what he wants. He's sovereign. He's sovereign. But you see, he's saying that when the mysteries are finished, he will explain the things to us. Why this happened? Why that happened? Why that happened? You know when Hezekiah, the prophet went to uh, tell him that he should prepare his house, he's going to die. And he pleaded with the Lord and God gave him extra 15 years. Those 15 years, he did terrible things. So you wonder to yourself that maybe he should have died. Or, you see, God is sovereign. You know, you know, John the Baptist died at 30. Now, these are great people who brought great transformation into the world. And the world needs such men. But God decides that, no, their time is finished, they should go. So I'm saying that you have to accept that there's a mystery. There are things you don't know about and accept it. But if you don't accept it, it can even mean you're backsliding. You know, when I was in Botswana, I met this white man. He came, you know, I was working in a, I was managing somebody's factory. And he happened to come there. And so I felt, oh, let me just witness to this white man. So we started talking. And you know, his answer showed that he knew the Bible. He knew the Bible. So as we communicated, I realized that he's actually the son of a missionary. But now he doesn't believe in God anymore. God, he kept asking me that if God says that he's a God who laughs, why did this happen to my father? Why did this happen to my mother? Why did they, he kept asking that you, I'm, I'm saying that. So he said that, look, if you are a father and you have a child and this happens to your, 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 your parents, would you be happy? So you see that somebody who is a, a son of a pastor, a missionary at that, but doesn't believe in God anymore because he has not considered the mystery. He has not considered the mystery, the mysteries of God. And so this is somebody who's backslidden. Back, he doesn't believe anymore. Yeah, and many Europeans are like that. Look, the Europeans, look, when they are serving God, it's not small. They brought us Christ. Oh, they brought us Christ. Yeah. In terms when there was no aeroplane, they would sit on a ship for months. To come to a place they don't know of. A place that has not been developed. Now we are complaining there are no roads, there are no this. But those times there was nothing. But they came here. Some of them did not even preach one word. They died. Malaria just killed them. They sacrificed their life. That's why we are here today. But many Europeans don't believe in God anymore. It's because of the mysteries. The things that follow on. It's like it doesn't add up. It doesn't make sense. What you are preaching to me, it doesn't make sense. You said I should keep myself. I kept myself. And now look at that. I've married somebody who doesn't care about me. I've married somebody, the sex that I kept myself from. I've married somebody who doesn't give me that sex. And me too, I can't go anywhere. What is this? It's a mystery. It's a mystery. It's a mystery. It's a mystery. But we are saying that when you consider the mysteries... You'll be patient. 
you, 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 you'll be patient. Romans chapter 8, verse 37. Romans chapter 8, verse 37. Thirty-five. Start from verse thirty-five. You see, Paul he understood some things, so he says that what shall separate us from the love of God? Because there are things that when they when they happen to you, they can separate you. I'm telling you, if you are real, unless you are not real, if you are real, they can separate you from the love of God. From what you have believed, it can separate you. It says, shall tribulations, distress persecution, famine, nakedness, peril, sword, all these things are things that happen to us in life, being described by the Bible in different ways. 37. 37. Nay, in all these things, in all the distresses, in all the pain, in all the difficult situations, it says you are more than a conqueror. You are more than a conqueror. You are more than a conqueror. We are more than conquerors through him who loved us. It means that we, in the end, we, we won. In the end, we won. Maybe here, you see, you see the, the, the Lazarus. He was poor on this earth. I, I mean, nobody would like to be Lazarus. But in the end, in the end, in the end. I said in the end, he won. Yes. Yes. You like to be like Lazarus. The rich man, he, he, I mean, he was, he was jealous of Lazarus. He looked at him as he was enjoying in Abraham's bosom. He looked at him with longing eyes, asking for a, a, a water, tip, a drop. Yes. He said, no, no, it's finished. It's finished. When you don't do anything on the earth and you, you translate to the other side, it's finished. It's finished. Yeah. That's why on the earth we have to live our life. And you see, there is no timetable. You know when you were born. I will give you the date of your birth. You write it right now. Write your, the date of your death. As we are working here, we don't know. <laughs> it's amazing. Are you here? That's why it says you have to be ready. You have to redeem the time. You see, everybody that talks about Bishop Oko, it's one thing. He loved the Lord. He loved the servant of God. He loved prophet. He loved the Lord with a certain zeal. Look at the way they were singing. I mean, it's too nice. Oh, you didn't appreciate that? I mean, with dexterity. It's like they are just holding the mic and they are just auto tenor. It's just flowing. I mean, they are playing the instrument. But you see, so I asked Reverend Brenda, hey, child, so they will do it that you will get it. That's, that's somebody who is on the work. Who is on the work? Who is on the way? When we say come and become a shepherd, you stand there and you want to do a new course in accounting. We are not saying it's not good, though, but be ready, prepare yourself to make your maker. All those things, they don't matter again. Yeah. Bishop Oko studied chemical engineering. I did chemical engineering also. But I don't think that in any of the tributes we have heard anything about engineering. Yes. Yes. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's not, it's not important. That's not what is important. Yes. Lives that he has affected. People that he has shepherded and taken care of. That is what is important. Yes. And in this church, you'll be given an opportunity to take care of people, to pray for people, to visit people, and you won't do it. I think that God is showing us through this life that these are the things that are important. 
These are the things that are important. These are the things that are important. Yeah. Yeah. When you don't carefully consider the mysteries of God, you will approve things you shouldn't approve. Yeah. First Samuel chapter 16 verse 7. But the Lord said unto Samuel, Look not on his countenance, on the height of his stature, because I have refused him. For the Lord seeth not as man. You see, he's saying it again. As far as the heavens are from there. Now, he's saying that the Lord does not see as man seeth. Yeah. I was telling the first service that even when it comes to divorce, eh, God, he sees things differently. You may say, we are not supposed to divorce. Somebody may divorce. You, God may see you differently. He's sovereign. I said he's sovereign. I'm, I didn't say that go and divorce. Nowadays, people twist our ways. Isaiah chapter 50 verse 1. Isaiah chapter 50 verse 1. Let me show you a scripture. God himself wrote a certificate of divorce and gave it to the Israelites. I have divorced you. The one who said that we shouldn't divorce. He said he has divorced some people. Look at it. Where does say the Lord? Where is the certificate of divorce by which I have sent your mother away? Or to whom my creditors did, did I sell you? Behold, you were sold for your iniquities. And, your, and your, for your transgressions, your mother sent you away. Yeah, sometimes your transgressions can send you away. Yeah, you, you are not getting the message now. We are not, nobody is saying that we're in the boss. We are just saying that it's a mystery. It can happen to you. You know, one day I asked myself that when your spouse decided that he, he, he has left, what would you do? He has decided or she has decided that I've left. <laughs> you can't do anything. You can't do anything. You will be, you, you have to cry small then that's it. Yeah. You'll be surprised that you are standing there a divorced person. You are in court, you are in a court that you didn't want to be. Hallelujah. Yeah. So, you may pass wrong judgments on people who are divorced, who are this, who are that. Let's be careful. I said, let's be careful. Yeah. Yeah. That's why we are saying that. Consider these things, they are mysterious. Just put them there that they fall into that category. God is sovereign. Let me leave him there. And then continue with my life. Else you will backslide. Yes, you backslide. You will not believe in God again. How somebody creates um, an aeroplane? It's a wonderful thing, no? It's a wonderful thing. And he says, no, I don't believe in God. Ah. Then you wonder that, is he, does he think well? You have sense to do this, but you don't have sense to see this. It's a mystery. Yes. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let me give you the last one and then we'll be closing. When you don't consider carefully the mysteries of God, you will have a wrong definition of what is good and what is evil. Genesis chapter 2 verse 16. You know, Adam and Eve wanted their own definition of what is right and what is wrong. And that's where they threw all of us into this situation that we see in our world. And the Lord commanded the man saying, of the tree of the garden thou mayest freely eat, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil thou shalt not eat for it, of it. For in the day that thou shalt thou eatest thereof, 
that shall surely die. Hallelujah. Yeah. When you set aside the mysteries of the will of God, you are trying to do your own thing. That leads to much evil. Look at the world. It's because of what? The disobedience. That's why we are all, because our problem is sin. The man's main problem is sin. Hallelujah. Now, Revelation chapter 11, verse 15. God wants to show us something. Amen. So when you go through a bad experience and you're a Christian, that's why it says that for those who love God, all things work together. When the Bible says all things, it means all things. Good, bad, evil, everything. It works together for your good, for those who love God and are called according to his purpose. Yeah. Let these scriptures comfort us and strengthen us, strengthen the family, strengthen us as believers. Hallelujah. Revelation chapter 11, verse 15, very quickly. These are some of the things that the seventh angel is going to do to help our confusion. Do you see? To help the questions. It says, the seventh angel sounded, and there were great voices in heaven saying, the kingdom of this world are become the kingdoms of our Lord and of his Christ, and he shall reign forever and ever. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, this is a beautiful scripture. It says, the kingdoms of this world is going to become the kingdoms of our Lord and of his Christ. Now, the kingdom of this world is very confused. You know, the prince said something. He said that the, the God, he believes that God's form of government is monarchy, where a king rules. Democ democracy is not God's way and all the other forms of government. He believes that monarchy is it, is it. That's why Jesus Christ will come as the King of kings and the Lord of lords to rule over all the earth. Because there's a lot of confusion. How many of you follow the, the war in Israel? You know, when I see the Palestinians, you see children, they are being bombed. It's something. But you see, Israel today, where they are somewhere, and these people came slaughtering them. So they decided that Hamas shall not exist. And they are fighting. So innocent young people, mothers, and they are just, they have become homeless. I mean, it's something. It's something. Yeah, it's the kingdoms of this world. You sit in Ukraine, they were there somewhere. Russia just decided that we will attack you. So people have become fatherless, motherless, homeless, different things. You know, you sometimes put yourself, like, as we are sitting in Ghana, you know, okay in our houses and everything, and somebody decides to invade. No, you think about it. There's no work, no source of income, nothing. Our whole life is disrupted. That's what is happening. But you see, it happens in our world. In our world. People say that COVID was manufactured in a lab in China. Whether it's true or not, we don't know. But if it's true, there's a lot of wickedness. 
But that's the world in which we live. But the hope is that Jesus Christ will come and come and rule and come and reign. He is coming to take over. And there will not be confusion. There will not be sorrow. There will not be pain. That is what we are looking forward to. Yes. You see, believe these scriptures in the Bible. Else you will not have hope. That's why it says Christ in you is the hope of glory. A glorified life. A beautiful life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus will come and reign. Come and reign. Jesus with, with, with fairness will come and reign. We will not have politicians just chopping money. No road. Not doing anything for us. It will be over. Sometimes when you are there, don't you think it should be over? Yes. That's why he said that the kingdoms of this world is going to become the kingdom of our Christ. Why don't you put your hands together for Jesus? It's too beautiful. Now I end with this. When the seventh angel sounds, Jesus will begin to exert his power and authority. Yeah. I think that when Ghana was ruled by President Rawlings, I mean, he has his own issues, but I think there was more order. There was more order. There was more order, I think. You, you cannot just do anything. Oh? Yeah. Bishop says a champion to the same. Bishop says a champion is the best. I mean, I'm just repeating what Bishop is saying. <laughs> Hallelujah. But one is coming who is better than all these political parties. His name is Jesus. His name is Jesus. His name is Jesus. He's the Alpha and the Omega. He's the soon and coming king. Yes. Let, let's read the scripture. Revelation 11, verse 6 and 17, and then we'll close. And the four and twenty elders, which sat before God on their seat, fell upon their face and worshipped God, saying, We give thee thanks, O Lord God Almighty, which art and was and are to come, because thou hast taken to thee thy great power and has reigned. I said, and has reigned. I said, and has reigned. I said, and has reigned. Hallelujah. Yeah. He was coming to intervene. You see, now God doesn't intervene when people fight, when people kill themselves, when his own son was crucified, when Christians, you know, Christians can be persecuted. You know, I have a story, but I don't know whether I should say it here. Hi, you guys. <laughs> you know, one pastor and the wife. It, it's, I don't know. No, no, I'll say it. It's, it's a heavy something. <laughs> yes. You know, the things that happen, you, you, need, you, you always pray for God's intervention. You know, this pastor, when he died, the wife was left. So the wife was struggling. And the pastor's brother I was going to help this pastor, pastor's wife. So he asked her to come home for some money. 
can see. You can end the story. You can end the story. Yeah. So you ask yourself that. Why will somebody suffer something like this? You see, that's why you see what I'm preaching or what I'm sharing with you is very important. If you consider it carefully, you see that it's very important. You see, if you go through a certain pain, or of course, when somebody is going through pain, it's not like the way you, you, they feel it. You, you cannot describe a pain that somebody goes through. Never, never, never. You can empathize, with, but it's not the same. But let's take comfort in the scriptures. Let's take comfort in the scriptures. I said, let's take comfort in the scriptures. Hallelujah. Go back to Romans. Let's finish there. Romans 8, 37. Nay, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him, Jesus Christ, who loved us. I said, you are more than a conqueror. No matter what you go through in your marriage, Maybe you have been married for years, no children. We don't know. Maybe a child will come. Maybe the child will never come. But he says you are more than a conqueror. It's not, Jesus said that the poor you have with you. So everybody will be rich. You know, sometimes we preach. You know, we really want to encourage you and to do well. But the truth is that not everybody will be uh, rich. Some people will die poor, paupers. Is it not true? but you are more than a conqueror. Stand to your feet. Thank you, Jesus. Through it all, through it all, I've learned to trust in Jesus. I've learned to trust in God. Oh, lift up your hands. Come on. Let's worship the Lord. to continue to the end. Strength to continue to the end. The Bible says that faithful unto the end. Lift up your voice and pray. Just for a few minutes. Pray. Everybody pray for yourself. Every pray. To the end. Help me Holy Spirit. Help me. I am weak. Help my weakness. Help my unbelief. Have mercy on me. Help me to be faithful, to serve the Lord, to continue believing, to trust to the end, to the end, to the end. Help me, Lord. 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 
Kebrande Kadoste, Baloria Vadibra, Palone Gadibasta, Ayadaba, Sheyadaba, Perodia Tabastabaha. Help us, O God, in the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, we pray. Orende Gadusta, you are our helper, you are our guide, you are our teacher, you are our comforter. We pray for your help. Help us. Help us. We are just 20 years. We are just 40 years. We are just 50 years. Help us to finish well. Help us to continue believing, trusting in you to the very end. To the very end. To the very end. In the name of Jesus. Lift up your hands everywhere. like that you don't know Jesus Christ it says except a man be born again he cannot enter the kingdom of heaven what I'm talking about is for those who have accepted him those who are part of the family of God I'm not talking about you belonging to a church I'm not talking about you belonging to a group in the church I'm talking about whether you have personally given yourself to the Lord you are born again if you are here like that you want me to pray with you and say pastor pray with me I want to give my life to Christ. I want you to lift up your hand wherever you are standing. Lift up your hand high above your head. Lift up your hand. Lift up your hand. I see those hands. Let it go up. Let it go up. Ashes, let it go up. Let it go up. Let it go. Keep them up. Keep them up. We are going to pray very shortly. Keep them up. You have, you have lifted up your hand. I want you to do one more thing. Come to me. Come. Come to the front. Come. Come. Wherever you are standing, just rush to the front right now. God bless you. Keep coming.
You know, there, there are some people here, when, when you, you feel like coming, but it's, you, for some reason you, you are just standing. You see, <laughs> do you know the day of your death? Who knows the day of his death? And the Bible says that we should be ready. We should prepare to meet our maker. Maybe today you came to church because God wants to deliver you. So that you don't go to hell, but you become his child. So I want you to come. God bless you. God bless you. Don't stand there. Don't stand there and go home the same way. You see, the temple has been, you enter through the north, you come out through the south. You come in the north, you go through the uh, south. Why? You don't live the same way you came. Something will definitely happen if you allow yourself. If you are here like that. Don't leave. Don't leave this place without giving your life to Christ. I want you to come. This is the final call. I want you to come. I want you to come. God is changing your life today. God is changing your life today. Come. Come to Jesus. The spirit and the bride is shouting, come. 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 God bless you. Come on to Jesus. Come on to Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Those of you in front, look at me. The Bible says that with the heart man believes. And with the mouth, prayer, confession is made unto salvation. Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord will be saved. And so we are going to pray. Look at me. We are going to pray. Oh, no, 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 You don't understand God. Do you, do you understand the English? Beautiful. Hallelujah. It's wonderful. So we are going to pray. I'm going to lead you in prayer. Whatever I say, repeat it after me, but make it your prayer from your heart. Do you understand? Okay. Congregation, we can help these ones and join in, everybody. Say with me, Heavenly Father, I thank you for today. I have heard your words. I realize I am a sinner and I need Jesus. Lord Jesus, this afternoon, I accept you as my Lord and my personal Savior. Please come into my heart. Help me from today to live a life according to your will. I thank you because your word declares that whosoever shall call on your name, shall be saved. Thank you for saving me. Thank you for changing my life. I thank you, Father. From today, I will live for you. Say with me, Satan, listen carefully. From today, me and you is finished. I won't save you again. I will not live for you again. I will live for Jesus by his grace. I thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you for listening to this message. For more information on upcoming programs and events, visit our Facebook page, Kodesh Family Church, Ghana HQ. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every day. And remember, God's word is a lamp onto your feet and a light onto your path.